0: Hi, it's Clark with four friend here. with Sandra Horan. Sandra, how are you?
1: I'm good. Um, having a great day today.
0: Great. Now you're in Madagascar. Yes. Oh wow! So tell me what how you ended up in Madagascar.
1: Well, it was all because of God. <laughs> I had applied with um, World Venture, which is my mission sending organization. And they sent me three job descriptions. One was for Sri Lanka, one for Indonesia, and one for Madagascar. Okay. And none of them really seemed to fit what I thought I was God was calling me to do. So I wrote back to my missions and said, please keep looking for me. And then within a week, I got three real clear signs from God.
0: Oh, wow. That...
1: I was supposed to go to Madagascar. Now, this was in 2003. It was before the movie Madagascar came out. I had no idea where Madagascar was when I first got the thing. I had to look it up on the globe to see. Right. (laughs) So it definitely was a God thing because it was not something I was thinking of at all.
0: Okay. And, and... Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty big decision to move to somewhere you had never even heard of before. So what, I mean, how did, what kind of signs were you seeing? How did you feel like you you were compelled to go?
1: Well, the first one I was teaching youth group at my church in Tucson, Arizona, and I played a game with them called spin the globe and pray. And We played that game and one of the kids whose turn it was spun it and it landed on Madagascar. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is one of the places that they sent me to see if I wanted to go there. And one of the girls in the um, youth group was a MK on home assignment for a year. And she says, no, Miss Sandy, you're supposed to go to Senegal. And I said, well, if God wants me to go there, you know, he'll let me know if it's Senegal or not. And then two days later, I went to the movies with a friend. And the previews for Madagascar came on the screen. And she said, Sandy, isn't this one of the places that they sent you a job description for? And I said, yeah, but I don't think that's where I'm supposed to go. And then that same week on Sunday, I went home from church, turned TV on, waiting for football to start, and there was a documentary on Madagascar. Wow. And so (laughs) praying about it, I went to my pastor and I said, I don't think this is where I'm supposed to go, but God is telling me different. So, you know pray with me about it and we continued to pray and I talked to the coordinator at World Venture and they said let's talk with the field leader and see if this is if this what you have in mind will work and I said okay cuz at that time I was still working full time mm-hmm. and I was only going to go to the field for a month, three years in a row, and then I would be able to retire and would see where God wanted to send me. So the field leader got back with me and said, yes, come for that month. we you know we'd be glad to have you see if this is where God is leading you. So I planned and went the first month in October two thousand five. And it wasn't really where God had in mind for me. There was things just didn't click the way we, me and the field leader thought they should. But I still felt really strong that God was saying Madagascar. And so he said, there's another city here in Madagascar that I think might be a good fit. So I went came to Tana Narivu, which is the capital,
0: mm-hmm. the
1: next year for one month. Okay. And I knew that month that was where I was supposed to be. It was just overwhelming the peace that was in my heart. So I went back to the States. I retired from my job in um January first. So I was here in October. I went back in November, worked and put my papers in and retired in January, put my house on the market. Five days later, it sold. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Unheard of for the asking price. And um, it just everything was so clear that this is where God wanted me that I couldn't argue with him.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And so tell me about the work you're doing in Madagascar.
1: Well, right now I'm working in the office. Um, we have an office here in the city. Most of our missionaries are in um, the north in a, the city called Majunga. Mm-hmm. But because the government offices are all here in the capital, we have... Two Malagasy workers who, um, one that works primarily in the office, and one who works primarily going from government office to government office. So I'm the office facilitator and the treasure for our money that comes in from World Venture for the different missionaries here. And, and then I also teach. Um, Um, English club three times a week in my home and one time a week at one of the are really amazing (laughs) it just um, I didn't think I was supposed to be a teacher but God laid it on my heart to start this English club And I started with one. And about...
0: You there, Sandra?
1: That was a beginner's level. And there was 15 to 20 students on a regular basis. After about six months, I... Those... 15 to 20 moved into what I I called the intermediate level. And I started a second group and that group was a little bit bigger it was more 20, 25. And they, um, I just out of that first group that started four of the young men in the group started going to the church that I go to. One was from a Catholic background and really felt like the only way to get to heaven was by works. Right. And so when I shared with him how Jesus was the only way to get to heaven and and not by works, he was interested and started coming to the church that I went to. Also, because it's in English, and it was a good opportunity for them to practice their English, but those four four guys have moved to different churches, different areas but um that that was about three what is it, about three years ago Francisca that I started the English club maybe three or four years ago that I started the English clubs and now I have a third one. Um, but this third one is Bible study. So they're an advanced group that can understand the Bible in English and it's a smaller group, five to seven people, but they're so hungry for learning more about the Bible and, um, that one week only two of them were here and i said well do you want to cancel this week and the one guy said no i would much rather cancel coming to the conversation class than miss the bible study please don't cancel it and
0: and And is the bible is, is i've talked to mission missions about this in the past is the bible uh available in their local language uh and is it accessible
1: Yes, they do have the Bible in Malagasy and it's um accessible. Mm-hmm. We do have one place here in the city where you can get English Bibles. Okay. But the um the Gideons came once and, and to the English club and brought Bibles to um the students. Some of them were in Malagasy, and some of them were in English, and so that that was kind of exciting to have the the Gideons come and to the club, the club, and give them Bibles those who didn't have them.
0: Right, and let me ask you about the people. I mean, so you've been over there. How many years have you been over there now?
1: It'll be seven years in May.
0: Wow, and. How has your experience been dealing with, with um, the locals there?
1: The people are wonderful. The government,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. uh,
1: the, go- the government is frustrating and working with the government is frustrating, not just for me, but for the workers, but the people are loving. Unfortunately, everyone will say they're a Christian. And um not, not not so many of them really are. Right. They'll say they're a Christian if um their parents baptized them at birth. So I'm a Christian. Um maybe they go to church on Easter and Christmas and so they'll say I'm a Christian. But there's getting more churches here in the capital area that are evangelical type churches. And fortunately, the two workers that work with me are from evangelical type church that um it's such a blessing knowing that their goal is the same as mine, bringing more Christians to saving grace.
0: Right um and but
1: it's really the people here are very loving
0: yeah and i have to imagine they'd have to be for you to be there seven years um let me ask you do you, where do you see madagascar going i mean do you see it progressing as people are getting saved and getting to know christ or do you feel like it's still a big uphill battle i mean how do you feel about the progress being made
1: it's still a very uh, a big, big battle. Um, I don't know how much you know about Madagascar, but we um, just got a, a new president in December of uh, December or January of um, of last year. Or this year, I don't remember the exact date, but we had been in a coup since two thousand nine. But this new president is not according to my co-worker he's not doing the job that they hoped he would do so he was supposed to elect a uh, Prime minister right after he was elected and just last Saturday or Friday he announced who his prime minister was going to be and it's a uh, Malagasy born but but has been living in France for many many years So they're afraid that France is gonna is trying to take the country back over again. It was originally a French colony but during that coup from 2000 until 2009 until this year everything went so bad that, People lost
0: hope. Right. And you there, Sandra? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and for those that are listening that want to get involved, that that can feel um, you know compassion for you and and what you're trying to do and and for your sending uh, organization, World Venture. How can people help?
1: Well, one of the things that has been on my heart from the beginning is helping people be able to send their kids to school. Right now, I've got some sponsors that help send kids to school. we Last year, we were able to send seven kids to school. But even the government schools here, if can if they can't afford to um buy the school supplies the kids can't go to school and the school supplies are unreally uh, unrealistic expensive they're a hundred to a hundred and fifty dollars for school supplies oh, wow and when you think that their average rate wage is less than $2 a day, that's a lot of money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, where can they donate, uh, on the for a friend website, right?
1: Yes. On for a friend website, they can donate that. There is a place there that says school supplies. So they could donate under the school supplies and, and or they could go to worldventure dot com and donate through world venture
0: um but it's and on, on worldven mission dot uh, com pardon is it worldventuremission.com? dot com
1: um no i think it's just worldventure.com. dot oh, com okay um
0: yeah okay i see it yeah worldventure.com. dot com
1: and um they could look up my name and donate um under the miscellaneous for Madagascar.
0: Okay. Well, Sandra, and
1: under the... Oh, go ahead. That's another one. But for a friend is easy and um I but I don't know if they can if they can use that for tax deductions. But okay. World Venture you can.
0: Okay, great. Sandra, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. And we'll be praying for you.
1: Oh, thank you, Clark. And is there something I can keep you in prayer for?
0: Uh, Just so we're able to continue to reach uh, missions like you to tell these stories here.
1: Okay. Um, I will keep you in my prayers. And thank you for what you're doing. You're doing mission work right there in the States by helping us get the word out.
0: Thank you, Sandra. God bless.
1: God bless.